Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Additional sponsors include Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bieber Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It's Matt Mosley. It is a Friday. Let's celebrate. Let's get excited. It's 4 o'clock. We're going to take you to 6. I think it's 4.03. My goodness. I mean, it is. We're going to hit the ground running today. we got great guests lined up. Chilling with Quillen. Curtis Quillen is at 4.40, 4.20. A major Horn Frog guest, Landry Burdine from the radio team, the Radio Frog team. We will have two or three members. Aaron, the only member of the Frog team we will not have. On today's show is the the play-by-play guy for the Frogs, who I did uh, radio with for about five or six years. He used to be my co-host. He's the only one not on. Aaron, what does that tell you? Uh, But uh, Brian Estridge will not be joining us. But we had John Denton on earlier, and we had Landry Burdine on today. And he was a former Frog great captain on their Sun Bowl team of 1998. All those years ago, Aaron, if we do the math right on that, I almost feel like if 1998 Sun Bowl team, that probably would have been Franchoni. Doesn't that sound right to you? It was. Gary probably would have been a defensive coordinator on that team. And uh, and the rest is history, as they say. Gary, Aaron, do we we have any idea where Gary is going to watch this game from? I'm not convinced that Gary's – I know this is going to get horribly awkward. I – I somehow sort of believe that TCU is going to try to trot him out there somehow. And I know it's going to be awkward and weird, but he's been hanging around this week. He's still been at the offices helping out the coaches. He was taking a, a, t- a picture with the players two days ago. I mean, I, Aaron, I know that sounds crazy. No, is there any it's... chance that, that Gary is at the stadium Saturday? Wouldn't surprise me one bit. I mean, like you said, he's he's been there all week. You know, why not? Golly, man, it's that's crazy. Weird. It's crazy. That's weird. We're going to be there um, and uh, and come by and see us. The Office of Baylor Alumni, uh, you can still call, and I'll give you the details as the day unfolds today on how you could come by and join us and uh, reserve a spot. And we're going to have a little uh, tailgate area. It's the uh, our tailgate show. Um, game day. Boy, Tom loves that, doesn't he, Aaron? He's got game time in the mornings. Then we got game day. He loves doing things with game in it. I've noticed that about him. Game time is seven to nine every morning. Aaron, have you gotten to? Uh, have you had any mornings where you just accidentally woke up early and were able to turn it on? Maybe I shouldn't ask you that because I you're too honest. You you'll probably say no, man. No, I'm not, no, I've not heard any of that show. I don't know. Do at 6 a.m. unless it's required by my job, which it was last week, and I was happy to do it. But for uh, recreational purposes, 6 a.m. does not exist on my clock. Recreational purposes. 7 to 9 a.m., though, that's when our drive time show is in the morning. 
And then afternoon drive is back in the hands of Matt Mosley and uh, his trusty producer, Aaron Sexton. And uh, we appreciate everybody. Boy, y'all have been extremely kind. And uh, we love hearing from you. Even when you're mad at us, we love hearing from you. 254-662-1660. That is the CNC collision text line. Yesterday, we gave our uh, trivia question, and, uh, well, you guys got it in a hurry. Was very proud of you. And uh, tomorrow, it, it, it's happening. Baylor TCU, it's a strange, strange week. So, here is our Baylor TCU lineup today. And, uh, Aaron, tell me if you kind of like this. I think you, I think you will. Uh, Landry Burdine, he's, the t- he's part of the TCU family at 420. Five o'clock. This is a fun one. Keith Tejada. Now, who is that? Well, he's the dad of Raleigh Tejada, Baylor's starting cornerback. And then uh, also, he was he's the dad of Ranthony Tejada, who played at TCU. Now, he's got another son, I believe, over on the North Texas campus right now. And they all play defensive back. I mean, they got a lot of speed in that family, and they got a lot of character. A lot of good folks, a lot of, uh, lot of excitement. And then his nephew is a, uh, is a big-time player up there in the Frisco area. So Keith Tejada. And, in fact, um, Aaron, i got to keep looking. I asked Keith to send us a nice photo of him and the boys, uh, and, and I thought that would be kind of fun uh, to put, our, put a little graphic together. So I'm still waiting on that. Aaron, I'll forward that if I see that from Mr. Tejada. And, uh, okay, so wait, so that's at 5, and then, of course, at 4.40 is uh, usually Campus Confidential, but we need, that's when Quillen needs to go today. So we'll do Campus Confidential at 5.20, all right? Aaron, does that sound like a power-packed show? You know, I'm not a guy who tries to overdo it with guests, but when you have really, really quality guests, you've got to do it. Aaron, I mean, I... We, we got to do it. We got to, you know, we got to go that route. So I think today is going to be a really fun day. Now, Aaron, are you, are you like me? Are you, as this thing gets closer, are you becoming more and more nervous about this game or are you becoming more and more confident? I've pretty much stayed the same. I'm, I don't make predictions on the Baylor games. I'm just very superstitious about it, but I'll just say that I was a lot more worried about the Texas game. I think TCU, I think that team is is a uh, a mess right now, and I don't think that uh, getting inspiration from Coach Patterson's firing is enough to fix everything that's wrong. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> Mate, that's what TCU will say if they win. Well, they fired him. They fired him just to kind of give the team that extra oomph. If they go out there and play their rears off, everybody's going to be looking around like, "Hey, where was this team?" What do you guys do? But but this is this is not about TCU. This is about Baylor. And what I mean by that is, it, you can they can do whatever they want to do. You still have to go out and play your game. Baylor was really good in the second half against Texas. They were great throughout the game. Played a really complete game against BYU. Started and finished uh, nicely against the Cougars. And, you know, they've had games like the Oklahoma State game where they just didn't play well in the first half, other than they got some takeaways. They had three takeaways at the half. But this is a game they need to put everything together. 
And I would also say, Aaron, it's a, and I don't want to ask for too much, but, you know, if you went in there and kicked him around a little bit, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, would it, to get a little rest in that fourth quarter? Kind of get a little rest and then, uh, well, people are going to be mad at Mo- oh, Mosley Hush. Don't say things like that. This is, this is a rivalry game. Aaron, I know you think, and a lot of our people did weigh in, thinking Baylor and Texas, they think Texas is more of a rival than TCU. But as we enter and as we get ready to have Baylor-TCU, I think, I think if we ask that question right now, I think it would change a little bit because I think the blood is boiling a little bit. I think the Bears fans are getting excited, and they want to go to Fort Worth, and they want to take care of business. So I, what I can't totally decide is I, I think we may end up with some nice weather tomorrow. Aaron, do I want to just kind of get out in the open with my Baylor friends? i got three options. I'm going to do the, I'm going to do the game tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to do the pregame show and uh, with Tom and Lark. Lark, my good buddy. Hey, will Lark be in there with you tonight, uh, Aaron, doing, some, doing the postgame show? Every Friday. Okay. All right. Well, I'm trying to remember what, if his duties were, you know, if he went ahead and got those knocked out last night, and if he still, does he have, still have, like, to do something for university tonight? I'm just trying to think what Lark's schedule will look like. I just want Lark to be refreshed. Now, Tom, Tom had a game last night, so Tom should be really refreshed tomorrow morning. And uh, did you, have you seen Tom today, Aaron? Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk to him does he look? Times. Does he look refreshed? Is everything? Does everything? Does he seem excited? Yeah, good to go. It's 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 the weekend. High school football. Good. Baylor tomorrow. Dallas Sunday. Oh, Hard good. not to be well, excited. I was a little scared to look last night, to be honest with you, Aaron. I, I, you know, I support our local lads. Love watching them. I'm always digging in there. And when there's a when there's one of those games coming up, like. Uh, Oh, especially if like China Spring or or La Vega or my team Salado, I, I I just dig in hard. I'm 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 watching the build up to those games. I got to say, in this district, I I just kind of have to sometimes look away a little bit. But now, is it correct to say, Aaron, that Midway fought their rears off last night? I thought I saw I thought I saw like a sixty three fifty six score. Did you see that? Yeah, and they were leading at multiple points in that game. Yeah, yeah, against one of those, uh, I believe that was uh, one of those Mansfield teams. And not Timberview, Summit Ridge. Anyway, one of those, one of those, uh, one of those teams. But I, I thought, I, I was really proud of Midway. There was a guy, and I was kind of trying to track the game last night. I was at a game last night watching my daughter as a cheerleader. And she has uh, sub-varsity games that she cheers for as a freshman cheerleader. But, man, was I monitoring the score in that Midway game. And uh, good for – hey, good for Midway for fighting. It's been a rough year, been a rough couple of seasons. But that coach is trying to get it turned around. And uh, Shane's going to get that thing going. And so uh, I, I was proud of them for fighting like crazy, high-scoring affair, and they barely lose that thing. But good for Midway for going out there and fighting. And, and, and also my, my, my buddy over at Waco, they're going to be okay. He's going to get that thing turned. Let's get behind him, Waco community. Let's get behind him, and, and let's get excited. Now, the other thing, Aaron, I wanted to tell you, I thought you'd be excited about, 
the um, I've got a new column up on Fox. All right, so Aaron, if you go to FoxSports.com right now, I've got a column up on the Mighty Quinn, um, uh, on the uh, on the Cowboys' new defensive coordinator Dan Quinn, and I uh, got a long column, about a thousand words that I've written about the defense. So if anybody wants to, you can listen to me while reading me. Aaron, does that seem like a little too much to ask people to do? Um, that's a little like too a much, lot. mostly. Yeah, you may yeah. want to sp- you may may want to spread that out. You know, listen to the show, take a break. Yeah, read the column then a read little me. while. <laughs> All right, Aaron, I want you to read it during this break so we can talk about it later in the program. Uh, it's just gone up on Fox, FoxSports.com, and you can read your leader, Matt Mosley. I don't know if I'm your leader, but I thought I would point that out. Okay, let's continue on, and uh, lots to get to um, as we as we roll on here. But this is a guy that I've really liked for a long time, and he was a captain at one point of the TCU football team. It is Landry Burdine. He joins us next. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Looking clear tonight, but very cool for high school football. Kickoff temperatures will be in the lower 50s. Overnight with clear skies, we drop to 37 degrees. The weekend looks pretty nice. Mostly sunny on Saturday, 69, and mostly sunny on Sunday. A little bit warmer with a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball on ESPN Central Texas. This is a place where there's such a beautiful intersection of academics, athletics, character formation, and spiritual growth. And it's celebrated, and that's really, really cool to me. Baylor women's basketball all season long with Derek Smith and Sophia Young Malcolm on ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner it's time to replace those old windows when you call universal windows direct it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and have been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for eight consecutive years they offer zero percent financing for 60 months that's zero percent financing for 60 months contact universal windows Direct for a free in home estimate, Universal Windows Central Texas.com, or call 254 301 7760. And don't forget, check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows, they've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. to Dak Prescott says his calf is close to 100%, and he will start this Sunday against the Broncos with a noon kickoff at AT&T. You can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 12, Baylor gets ready to head to Fort Worth to take on TCU Horn Frogs without Gary Patterson. Our coverage starts with game day live at 10:30 with Tom Barfield, Matt Mosley, and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB will host Howard Payne tomorrow, 11:30 pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football on our airways tonight university hosts Seguin pregame at 6 30 on 104.9 and the temple wildcats will host coppers cove bulldogs pregame at 7 on fox sports central texas sports center every 20 minutes only on espn central texas Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas it is Friday I want to remind you the Baylor Club what a great place to hang out it's where I hang out when I'm in town a beautiful place and I'd love to host our following guest sometime he's a frog he played uh, at TCU he was a captain he's the uh, sideline reporter for the TCU radio network it is Landry Burdine and uh, Landry and I have had a lot of fun on social media over the years, Landry, it occurs to me, and I was talking to a friend of yours today, that uh, it might be good for you and I to actually get together one of these days. I mean, it does feel <laughs> like we've been longtime pals. Well, we, we've been, we have been longtime pals. You know, I, I think it probably goes back to, uh, you know, the days when I was running around Floyd Casey Stadium watching Cody Carlson and Derek McAdoo play. I'm sure you were there, and, uh, you know, that's, that may be where we have our connection from, but uh, now I'd love to take you up on a on a date. George's or the Baylor Club, either one, man, you pick. Yeah, yeah, that George's uh, is pretty appealing, and uh, but you know I'm way too Baptist to be to be getting those big O's out in public. Now, uh, Landry, this is uh, this is a strange one, man. You've done, you've worked a ton of Horn Frogs games. You've played in these games. 
But I, you talk about a surreal feeling. I cannot imagine what Eamon Carter is going to be like tomorrow. I'm coming over there. I've sworn off Eamon Carter. I love all you frogs. I really do, contrary to popular belief. But every time I come over there, y'all kill us. And so I, I try to avoid the place. But, but I've got to do the pregame show tomorrow. And so I'll be on the premises. Do you have any kind of sense what the frog fandom is this a Gary Patterson appreciation day? Is this come out in, in, against the hated Baylor day? What in the world is this atmosphere going to be like? You know, I think, Mosey, I think it's a good question. And, and you know, it's unprecedented for, for TCU fans because, you know, just to kind of give you an idea, I'm, I'm a 44-year-old man, and, and I've got a daughter who's a senior in high school. And the last time we dealt with this as a fan base at TCU, I was playing football in college. And, you know, it really is a lot to kind of take in. And, and you know, it's all really been under uh, Gary Patterson, who I played for. Uh, I was there the day he set foot on campus. And, mostly I was there the day he left. And, you know, I mean, that it, it, it's been an interesting week. It's been kind of a hard week in, in some cases for the guys that knew him personally. But it's also been, uh, you know, one of those things where it's like, man, you know, it kind of felt like maybe, maybe a change was necessary at some points. And so – the fan base is grateful uh, to Gary for everything he did, but make no mistake about it. There, there will be no, um, no booze for Gary if they put him on the Jumbotron, if he happens to come back to a game. I mean, everybody in Fort Worth is tremendously appreciative of that. I, I think what's going to be interesting from the, the team standpoint is how does the game planning uh, work? I know they've simplified some things this week, and Jerry Kill's really done a good job of kind of rallying everybody. Um, but, you know, the Frogs are beat up, and so – uh, and Baylor's not, you know, <laughs> so it's going to be interesting to see as fired up as they may be and as good as the atmosphere will be. And I do think it'll be a good atmosphere. Uh, do the Frogs have the firepower to keep up? Do you think they'll play? Do they usually play that game on song that Gary uh, helped write <laughs> and obviously recorded? Will that be on the, the PA system there? You know, I think it's played and used more in memes and stadiums around the country than it is in Eamon Carter. Okay. Uh, and I got to tell you, some of them are really funny. You know, I'm one of those guys <laughs> who can laugh at myself. And, man, when SMU came out with that after uh, – after man, I got to tell you, it was really, really funny. I thought it was well done. You know, of course, Gary was not real happy about it, but, uh, you know, I, I didn't really – I, I, I didn't have any problem with it. I thought it was well done and fun yeah. and timely. <laughs> what was Gary, uh, when you first met him, there you are, a young frog. You were a captain on one of those teams in the late 90s. Y'all go to the Sun Bowl in 98. I guess he becomes the head coach right around, what, the 2000 season. What 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 was that trend? What do you remember, like, the first time you met Gary Patterson um, was he the same gruff? Was he even, was he even, you know, a little bit, uh, I don't know if crazy is the word, but you know, was he, uh, what was he like as when you were a, a young player for TCU? Yeah, that's a good question. So he was 38 years old when he got to TCU. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, he was a, he was a maniac then, you know, um, I remember my very first meeting with him and Dennis Franchoni, they, uh, they're like, hey, you know, we we might need your scholarship because I wasn't mostly I wasn't that great, you know. I mean, I was a I, was, I guess I had a, a role and I was a leader or whatever, but 
uh, and I, I basically told him, Hey, I, we can fight right now, you know, <laughs> or we can, we can, you know, let me get through spring ball and see if you want to take it there. And of course they let me keep it, but that was my first meeting with him. But wow. you know, it, it, um, it, it was one of those deals where we were so bad. We were one in 10 the year before uh, under Pat Sullivan. And um, so we were, we were desperate for any kind of change. It didn't matter how crazy it was. And just to tell you how methodical they were, Dennis Franchoni and, and Gary Patterson, when they came in, we actually practiced how we were going to practice. And it was, and it was, I mean, Hey, you guys better not screw this up. And, and Gary's carried that really all the way through his tenure and has practiced the exact same way. I could pull a script Mosley from uh, a random spring, let's say spring practice number 14 and it's the exact same as it was when I was playing. And so that, from a program standpoint, you know, there's going to be some shock there because they haven't had change in two decades. Golly. I mean, it is, I, I just can't. I can't imagine TCU without that guy on the sideline. I know you have a hard time <laughs> doing that as well. And you've had to talk to him. At, you know, he, he's, he always loses his voice pretty much all season. But especially when right. you try to get him at halftime and you get that just – that's the awful Gary, like when it's just – and then sometimes he'll – you know, when he's really mad at the team, he won't even let him off the field. He'll start screaming at him right there on the field. And I've always, I've, I've always felt bad, Landry, that you – even though you knew him and played for him, I, I'm sure there were times you were just like, why do I have to be the one down here doing this? <laughs> Well, there were some of those times, Mosley, if I remember, where you were, like, bagging on me as I'm going in. Oh, can't wait to, you know, hear what Gary's got for Landry. I remember some of those tweets. That, you know, I think one of my favorite – well, there's several. So, we were actually joking what we might do is go into the Learfield Audio Archives and pull every single halftime interview that I did with Gary and just compile them. And uh, I, think, I think it would make for a phenomenal, uh, just hilarious – uh, soundbite because it wouldn't be more than two minutes over the 10 years I've done this. And, you know, he, <laughs> we were in Oklahoma. Uh, this is a few years ago. And I think TCU had six yards of offense in the first half. And I'm walking in with him and I ask him the same thing every time. I was not allowed to ask him a question other than coach your thoughts on the first half. That's it. And <laughs> if I asked anything else, it wasn't going to get answered. So it didn't matter. So that just kind of became our thing. So, Stick the mic in his face. Coach, your thoughts on the first half. And he says, he drops an S-bomb, right? That's all he said. Just, that's what he said. And it was live on the air. <laughs> it rhymed with, with pity. And, uh, and of course, Estridge is cackling in the background. John Denton's falling over in his chair. And, and you know, and then Gary turns around and points at me and laughs. Like, gotcha, you know, and then the, the next one, I think it was a few weeks later that same season. We had some rough interviews that season. Uh, we're walking off, and I said, Coach, your thoughts on the first half? And he said, Landry, I don't know. What do you think? And I said, wasn't very good. And he goes, that's right, you know, and runs in the locker room. So, you know, it's, it's those kind of things that, that you're going to miss, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the complete character and – uh, yeah, he's a ball coach, man. He wasn't a politician by any means. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss those those halftime walkoffs for sure. Landry Burdine, part of the uh, TCU radio team, he'll be on the sidelines tomorrow, asking all those questions and, and getting those reports up to uh, Denton and Estridge. And I mean, this is going to be interesting. Now, 
What I, I'm seeing some I, I, Baylor's been only talking about Duggan. I mean, that's what they're preparing for. But today I was seeing some uh, Chandler Morris talk. Um, what um, what's the latest on on that front? And would you do, do you see a possibility of maybe both those quarterbacks playing tomorrow? Uh, I do, yeah, and, and it's not because of Duggan's performance. He's been playing with a broken foot the last few weeks, and so that has taken completely out of the offensive game plan the zone read or the ability to run the zone read, and uh, which is a you know kind of a key component to that offense. Just because Duggan, you know, he can move and he can throw, but he you know he's just not the same runner. Uh, and so I do expect to see some Chandler Morris in there, uh, Kendry Miller, uh, the running back. I don't think we're going to see Zach Evans. Uh, Kendry Miller's really good. Uh, he's done a phenomenal job stepping in. And, um, you know, I, it, it's going to be a lot, you know, for the Frogs. This is one of the best Baylor teams I've seen in, you know, really since the Bryles era. And um, uh, it's it's just a phenomenal squad. I, I've watched film all week and just been blown away by the job Dave Aranda has done down there and, and the personnel that he's got and the depth, you know, and the seniority. So uh it's going to take a lot more than Max Duggan and Chandler Morris to to get a win at Fort Worth this weekend for the Frogs, you know, no doubt about it. Okay, I got to admit, I, this Dion stuff, it, it, I mean, I'm just like, okay, please, people, let's be serious about it. I mean, again, I, I've known Dion for years. He's entertaining. The prime prep thing was a disaster. You know, it's not like yeah. the guy has, has – uh, he, I mean, everywhere he goes, there's usually some kind of controversy, and so for an organ, for a team, for a place like TCU, to somehow, so anyway, I'm I'm hearing Tech and TCU, and obviously they'll be looking at similar people, but now it sounds like the TCU AD Donati was leaning toward hiring an offensive guy, which will be a huge change for TCU. Do you think that Landry, it's time for that? And do you think do you think Dykes will be in the middle of this thing? You know, it's going to be interesting. I know I know uh, they're high on uh, Tony Elliott, the Clemson offensive coordinator. Um, I know there are folks over there that are high on Jay Novell um, and, and the job he's done at Nevada. Um, Dion, you know, seems to me to be. Uh, more about recruiting and eyeballs and I, I don't know Dion's ability to coach it may be phenomenal it probably is you know a guy that played at his level he's probably got the ability to really coach but I, I don't know kind of like you how, how serious to take that um you know if, if everything these days is about eyeballs and and tv ratings and those kinds of things then you know right out a bad hire but uh you know I, I I'm not Dykes for sure is in the mix um I, I think I think he wants the job or would like to at least really be seriously considered for it. Um, you know, so I, but you know, there's other guys, mostly I, I like, uh, you know, I, like I said, I like Tony Elliott. I like Billy Napier. Of course, I think he's probably going to be a candidate for the LSU job. So I tell you what I would love is for the frogs to do, you know, as well as Baylor has done on their last two hires. And, you know, if, if they can do well as well on, on the next one, then, um, you know, that, that would be a win because, you know, Matt Rule and, and Dave Aranda back-to-back seem to be, anyway, right now, you know, pretty good moves. Yeah. Well, I was hearing freeze, by the way, on Tech. Yeah. And something yeah. about that, I mean, that that would be good for Tech. I mean, they need – that's a leech-like, innovative, offensive mind. 
That guy beat Saban a couple of times at Ole Miss. I know he comes with some baggage, but I don't know. He doesn't totally strike me as a fit at TCU, but um, that'd be, I think, you know, kind of out there at Tech, you've got to have something kind of special or a trick. Um, Yeah, he he could win out there. I agree with you. Yeah, that one – that one, uh, that one actually fascinates me. Well, listen, Landry, if you uh, – oh, I was supposed to ask about your sons. Um, one of our mutual <laughs> friends who played at – no, Haney, uh, who played at TCU as well, said your yeah. sons are just unbelievable, said they were studs. Now, what sport, what sport do they play? Um, ba- they do it all, uh, baseball okay. track, uh, and one of them, they're twins. And so one of them uh, – he, well, he played – one down of high school football, returned the opening kickoff and fractured his sternum. So that he 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 uh, may stick with baseball after this. But uh, yeah, they're they're Jesse. Jesse's a great guy and a good friend. He's known for hyperbole, uh, but I appreciate <laughs> him telling you how great my sons were. I tell you what, his boy is one to watch. I think he actually has several Power Five offers already, and on one of the best teams and one of the best programs in the state. He's he's if he's not the best player, he's one or two. Uh, his son Hawk yeah. Haney is a heck of a player, so that's funny. I, I'm, I'm glad to know we got the connection and uh, yeah. that he uh, he oversold us a little bit. But no, they're they're good well, kids and, and good players. I'm real proud of them. So all right, well, listen, I'll be over there on Stadium across from Stadium. I can't remember the name of that building where the Baylor folks are going to be hanging out. Right across Stadium Drive, at one of those highfalutin type uh, buildings. Uh, school of something i just wish i could remember it but that's where we'll be doing our pregame show so if you if you come by there i don't know how early you get there but come by and say hi i'd love to see you yeah i'd love to see you too man i i think i know where you're gonna be shoot me a text and i'll come find you and um man it's always good to catch up with you mosley thanks for having me on bub all right give estridge and denton big hugs from mosley all right i'll talk to you soon i'll do it man we'll see you travel safe all right, Landry Burdine, the, uh, the the sideline man for TCU, great guy, and played for them back in the day. And watched Gary get there and watched him leave this past week. So has a really good frame of reference for all that. All right, it is time for our weekly man, we check-in with all the high school action coming up tonight. And it we do it with Channel 6's Curtis Quillen. That's next. <laughs> The China Spring Coaches Show with Brian Bell. Brought to you by Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors, China Spring Country Store, Triple S Sports, Benchmark Mortgage, and First National Bank of Central Texas. China Spring Cougars still unbeaten coming off a 52-21 win over Robinson last Friday night. Coach, give me a quick recap of the game, if you would, please. Um, It was a really special game because it was our seniors' last game on on our home field, and so I'm really proud of our performance. Uh, and then the second half, we got a lot of guys that got the, got the opportunity to get in and, and make some good plays, which was good for us too. And then after the game, uh, it was just an emotional roller coaster for our senior. You know, they kind of snuck up on them, and uh, they didn't. It kind of settled in. That was their last time on that field, and it was emotional. But um, I try to explain to those guys. Hopefully, we have a, a couple more games together, and that's kind of the motto moving forward: is just to, uh, try to earn earn the right to play one more week with each other. Now, the 21 points you gave up on defense—that's the most that any district opponent scored on I mean, you. Does that concern you any at all as you head toward the playoff? Robinson did a good job. 
it's just those were on our reserves and, and kind of some backup guys, but which is no no disrespect to Robinson by any means. But uh, I, I really am confident in the way our defense is playing, and uh, they're playing with a lot of confidence and, and we're playing really, really fast. And so we're, we're really excited about how we're playing on that side of the ball. That doesn't concern me at all. You got a chance to run the table in district and go undefeated in the regular schedule, but the Conley Cadets may have something to say about that this Friday. What problems do the Cadets present to your team? Uh, they got a lot of good football players uh, between Kobe Black, uh, Trey Weissner. Uh, they got a lot of a lot of playmakers with the ball in their hands, and they're dangerous. Um, uh, they do 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 a really good job up front, uh, offensively and defensively, just to, to kind of uh, put their guys in space and give them position to be successful. And uh, they can present a lot of challenges for us um, if we let them. So uh, we got to win this game in order to be outright district champs. So uh, this is an important game for us. ESPN Central Texas. When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning no matter the game. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! The one stop for all your farm and ranch supplies is China Spring Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets, China Spring Country Store also has the latest styles from the most popular brands of women's Western clothing, including those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude, plus jewelry, lawn and garden products, and Plum Creek crockers that will be perfect for your front porch. Go by and see Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Leitch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams & Sons Roofing. 
Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. to Dak Prescott says his calf is close to 100%, and he will start this Sunday against the Broncos with a noon kickoff at AT&T. You can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 12, Baylor gets ready to head to Fort Worth to take on TCU Horn Frogs without Gary Patterson. Our coverage starts with game day live at 1030 with Tom Barfield, Matt Mosley, and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB will host Howard Payne tomorrow, 1130 pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University hosts Seguin pregame at 630 on 104.9 and the Temple Wildcats will host Copper's Cove Bulldogs pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's uh, Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. I cannot, I cannot make our, this guest wait because he's got to be live. He's always anchoring. He's probably already got his suit and tie on. Uh, by the way, today is the day we mentioned Common Grounds, the official coffee house of Curtis Quillen, sports director at Channel 6. And um, Curtis, man, I, I missed you last week. We had a great little... Uh, had a great little outing there. A lot of people showed up out there on the patio, the back patio. So we'll do that again soon. But uh, this is an exciting weekend. Baylor goes to TCU, and who knows what's going to happen with that. We'll wait on that, though. We'll wait on that. We'll discuss that. And, we, of course, we have to kind of discuss your pokes because oh, even though you have doubted these guys like crazy, here they are. I mean, they're still kind of hanging in there. And – we're about to have that stretch run. I love seeing it. That you're the the Pokes are eleven. My Bears are twelve. Uh, OU at eight. I mean, it's just everybody's bunched up there together, and it's like a three. I mean, think about that. It's like a kind of a three way uh, uh, contest. It's about to happen. Obviously, Baylor's already lost Oklahoma State, but both those teams, both Baylor and Oklahoma State, still have Oklahoma to play. So we've got a lot of cool stuff. Ahead, as we talk some bedlam. All right, uh, but l- let's first off start with this is okay. I got a little ahead of myself today because my one of my favorite high schools is we already got our playoff assignment for for next weekend, and we play South Grand Prairie in a in a matchup and get to play at home at home. But I want to know kind of I want you to break down a little bit with playoff implications. And then just maybe a couple of games, Curtis, that are happening tonight that you have your eye on that you're kind of excited about. So this is I'm going to be very, very transparent with you, Matt. This okay. is the worst week 11 slate that I've seen since I've been working in, in, in this area. <laughs> so many of the districts are already decided. So many of the district yeah. champions are already crowned. There's really only two districts, maybe three, that have really any kind of true yeah. playoff play-in games. And, you know, the most interesting one to me is District 12-2A Division One. Our game of the week is Holland at Thrall. Holland's in. They're not going to miss the playoffs if they lose this game. However, if Holland wins, it is the district champion. If Holland loses, then it is the number four seed. 
So there's wow. really no in-between. Thorndale is locked into the number three. Hearn is either going to be the two or the one as long as Hearn beats Moody, which I, I don't I, – I like Coach uh, I like Coach Judd, but I think Moody's overmatched in that one, and I don't think that I'm really breaking any news. So we're going to operate on the assumption that Hearn beats Moody tonight. <laughs> as long as Hearn wins, it's either going to be the number two with a Holland win or the number one with a Thrall win. So then you look at Thrall on the other side of our game of the week, hosting Holland tonight. If Thrall wins, it is in, it is the number two seed, and that is it. No other game in the district matters at that point. If Holland beats Thrall, then Rosebud Lott is in with a win, or is in with a win at Bruce Villetti, or Thrall is in as the number four if Bruce Villetti upsets Rosebud Lott. So you got wow. a whole bunch. The only team that knows what seed it is next week is the Thorndale Bulldogs because they are sitting at home tonight with a Week 11 bye. The Week 11 bye. Now, that is interesting. I would think a late bye is something a coach wouldn't mind at all. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not bad. Those, those are very interesting. And, whoa, with Thrall and Holland – I'm always looking for the game, you know, I want to attend, but man, that sounds that sounds kind of fun. Now, ha- have have you started to take a peek at some of the I mean, some of these things are already set. You know, I mentioned that Lake Highlands in South Grand Prairie in Class 6A are going to hook them up next Friday night at Wildcat Ram Stadium, okay? Uh, and, 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 you know, I, I kind of have a feel where my Kaufman Lions are heading next weekend. What are some of the matchups in that first round that are starting to kind of come together for you? I mean, most, for the most part, it's the 6A matchups, right? Because 11 and 12, 6A are already set. Temple's yeah. hosting Waxahachie. Brian's going to Cedar Hill. That's 6A Division two. 6A yes. Division one. Your, your number one seed from District 12 is the second-place team. Well, your number two seed from District 11 is also the second-place team. So they have to play on a neutral. So Thursday night at 7, we get Harker Heights-Duncanville. Or excuse me, not Harker Heights-Duncanville, Harker Harker Heights-DeSoto, which is a really tantalizing matchup when you think about how good this Harker Heights team is and how good this DeSoto team is. And so you have that one as your your, uh, number one seed from District 12. Your number two seed in Division 1 from District 12 is the Belton Tigers. And so they will head to Duncanville next week. And so those are the big ones that we know are already set. Um, you know, math, realistically versus mathematically, we kind of know where everybody's going to finish in District 9, 4A Division 2. But, you know, if Connolly pulls the upset of China Spring tonight and doesn't let the Cougars finish their 10-0 regular season, then we go into a three-way tie scenario. It goes to points, and, you know, every district is so different in how they revert back to head-to-head or don't. And so there's a lot of interesting stuff there. Should Connolly pull the upset at that point? Um, but really, it, the only – the biggest headline in that district, Matt, is, and this is a lot more simple, Gatesville is in the playoffs with a win. Robinson is in with a win and a Gatesville loss. Gatesville's at Gerald. That's the game I'll be at tonight. Robinson hosts Salado. So that's a really tall task for the Rockets. But, yeah, you know, like we said, that game doesn't – it's kind of like the 2A district. That game doesn't matter if Gatesville wins because then the Hornets are in. 
The other really interesting situation when you look at the playoff spot, and this is a really long way to say, I've mostly been looking at who needs to get onto the bracket. Yeah. Riesel and Buffalo tonight. If the Indians mm. win, they're in, and it's that, it's that cut and dry. However, if Buffalo wins, then the Bison are in with a win and a Florence loss and a Clifton loss because going into this week, Matt, not one team has been eliminated from the playoff in District 13-3A Division II. It, we could see a four-way tie scenario, at which point I'm just going to let the district figure it out and let them tell me who is in because I'm not going to try and sit there and map out all of those different tiebreakers. Um, because if Clifton upsets Lexington, Florence upsets Rogers, and Buffalo beats Riesel, then you have four teams finishing with an identical district record. So that's an interesting one, although the way I wow. think that district's going to play out tonight is really cut and dry. It's winning in Riesel versus Buffalo. Riesel, okay, yeah, Bison, Indians. Okay, I'm, I'm liking all that, and I'm loving Rosebud Lot. Got some uh, uh, families that we love from Rosebud Lot area, the uh, Holshers, the Mariks, uh, the Mariks. Great, uh, kind of a great Czech population out there. Um, okay, good. I, that's a really good overview of what we kind of have coming up. And then once playoffs start, that's where it's going to get very, very exciting. All right, the Bears go up to Fort Worth. And I got to say, Curtis, I don't know how many times you've made that trip. I, I've had some bad experiences there in Fort Worth. Love Fort Worth. In fact, Curtis, for you and your uh, – your uh, fiance, I've got a. There's a new boutique uh, hotel down in the, uh, uh, down in the, uh, old Cowtown, whatever they call it, Stockyards. That you guys would love. Like you should make a weekend out of it. I'll I'll get the name of that place and tell you. But this game scares the the. I mean, is really scaring me now. The line has settled in at six. I don't think Vegas knows what to do with this because. You have possibly, you either have an emotional team willing to kind of honor its coach, or you have a team that's going to just lay down and emotionally flat. I, there's really nothing in between. Um, right. Curtis, do you have any feel for this thing? The only, I, I have the same feel for this as Vegas does at this point, Matt, and that's that this has every red flag that you look for and every marker you look for in a trap game a team that's in control that is essentially in control of its own destiny. You beat everybody on your schedule. You're in the big 12 title game, plain and simple uh, from this point to the end of the season, going to a team that lost its head coach is probably going to wind up going and cleaning out the entire coaching staff at the end of the season. Um, you'll probably see a lot of guys go into the portal. And so, like you said, do they respond and play for, uh, Jerry Kill, the way that we saw USC play for Ed Orgeron or Clay Helton when they were the interim out there at USC? Or do we kind of see them do, you know, kind of like a what a – I'm trying to think. Did Kansas have games left on the schedule when they got rid of David Beatty for less miles? Because I, I just – I feel like they would have laid down at that point. But, you know, mm -hmm. what, what TCU team is going to show up? Because we know what Baylor's going to do. Baylor's going to run the football. Baylor's going to defend. Well, you also have to remember that this is a rivalry game where throw what you know about football out the window because I was there in 2017. 
when these teams got chippy on the sideline and we had what did the big 12, I think the big 12 called it a brawl um and then in 2019 I was there for that triple overtime game where there was not a single touchdown until overtime and so you know that, that's one of the beauties of rivalry games is what's gonna what, what's TCU going to do because I think that's what's going to determine this game and so you know Maybe maybe we see Dave Aranda do something different at the coin toss as a visiting team this week and try to, you know, get the ball and just get a quick start or kind of save the ball for the third quarter and just build some momentum at that point. I don't know what he's going to do because I think he's yeah. probably looking at it and going, I don't know what TCU is going to do. Yeah, I thought that was interesting what he said about the TCU coaching staff. He paid them the ultimate compliment and basically said, "Hey, they were mm-hmm. a step ahead of me all all, you know, all game last year." And uh and that was true. But Baylor was completely outclassed last season when TCU came in. Uh and and TCU's won I I want to say what five out of the last six. I mean, Gary's had a good run. I think he's 9 and 4 uh against the Bears over the past however many seasons. So this um this is going to be very very interesting. Uh, it is Curtis Quillen. Last one I have for you, Curtis. Y'all, the uh, Pokes, your alma mater, going to West Virginia. Uh, y'all are favored by three and a half. This has been a team that you've had a hard time trusting. They've given you, um, I think, a lot of reasons to be proud. I really do. I, I think this has been a good Gundy team um, and, and a really really fine defense. Do you trust them on the road against West Virginia? I just remember every time I've trusted this team on the road at West Virginia. My freshman year, they lost. My senior year, it went to overtime, both times in Morgantown, and both times Oklahoma State was very clearly at the end of the season the much, much, much better football team. Of course, that was the Dana Holgerson era there in Morgantown. Look, at some point, you are what your record says you are, right? Like 7-1, and one, your only loss is on the road in Ames, a stadium that, just like Morgantown for the Pokes, Gives you a lot of a lot of issues historically. Spencer Sanders just basically needs to take care of the football, and I think Malcolm Rodriguez and Colby Harville Peel on the defensive side will be able to take care of business from the, for the rest of the way for the Oklahoma State defense. This is a, I think on paper, but again, this is why they play the game. To quote Herm Edwards, uh, on paper, this Oklahoma State team should be able to overpower West Virginia. We'll see if that's the case. And, in order to do that, it's going to take the defense tackling and doing the things that it does well, which it has done every week, even in that loss to Iowa State. But it's going to require that the offense be consistent, patient, and take care of the football limit turnovers. I do like OSU to win this game. And like I said, as much as I didn't trust this team for the longest time, Matt, at some point, you are what your record says you are. And Oklahoma State's a 7-1 ball club. All right, he said it, he said it. He's starting to believe, almost like a Ted Lasso-type believe. He's going to reach up there, (laughs) touch the sign, and there it is. All right, hope to see you in Fort Worth. I will see you soon, no matter what. Curtis Quillen, thank you, sir. Thank you, Matt. Have a good weekend. You too. There he goes, sports director at Channel 6. All right, really fun interview coming up with the father of a great TCU defensive back and a great Baylor defensive back. That's next. When it comes to automotive collision repair, there is a difference in a business certified by the major auto manufacturers and one that's not. Bebrick Collision Care Center is a certified repair shop by Chrysler. 
Ford, General Motors, Hyundai, Kia, Nissan, and Subaru. Their list of services include collision repair and refinishing, structural repair and frame straightening, paintless dent repair, and full automotive detailing. Family-owned since 1962, Beebrick Collision Care Center, 1515 LaSalle Avenue in Waco. Don't let pain and sports injuries keep you on the sidelines. Talk with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. You'll discover personalized orthopedic care for kids and adults from minimally invasive to advanced surgical options and the support of physical therapy during recovery. Our doctors and care teams listen to understand you and deliver the care that's right for you at every step. Request an appointment at ascension.org slash Providence TX Sports Med. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. Combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Additional sponsors include Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Bebert Collision Care Center, Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements, Ascension Providence, Baylor University Hand Camera School of Business, Common Grounds, Heritage Creamery, Myatt Fuels, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Audience Matt Mosley. Love all those partners and uh, really appreciate Alan Samuels and, and uh, Dodge Chrysler, uh, Jeep, Ram, of course. Those trucks are amazing. And uh, this man knows his way around Frisco in a truck. It is uh, none other than Keith Tejada, the first family of defensive backs in Collin County. And, uh, boy, they've spread into Tarrant County. And uh, McLennan County, Keith Tejada, 
Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. Great to have you. Hey, Matt. Thank you so much for inviting me and giving me an opportunity to come out and talk about the TCU Baylor robbery and, and my boys. I mean, it's much, much appreciated. Thank you so much. Well, it's a it's a wonderful family. You're a lot of fun, and uh, you have uh, you've blessed both of these universities with uh, what Ranthony was able to do at TCU. It's funny. I don't know if it's Keith to you. It may seem like it's gone by pretty quickly, but I I feel like there's been a Tejada in my life, either <laughs> against my team or for my team, for like going on ten years now. I mean. That has to be a, the coolest experience for a parent to have now watched. And, of course, you have another Tejada uh, over at, at North Texas now. But to watch these guys in the Big 12 over the past seven, eight years, is I, that has to be one of the coolest things a parent could, could have happen. Yes, it, it's been really cool. What a, what a blessing it's been to see both boys who – Ranthony was a little bit more highly recruited than Raleigh. But to when you look at what those boys uh, accomplished and the coaches that took a chance on undersized kids who were never offered by the bigger programs like Texas and Oklahoma, and, and you know, they basically was limited to Texas and to TCU and Baylor. And, and when Raleigh finishes up his career between those two, they're probably going to have almost probably 300 tackles between the two of them. Ranthony was eighth all-time in the Big 12 in pass breakups. Uh, he beat Texas four straight year, four years that he was at TCU. Raleigh's beat Texas twice. If that's the measuring stick, in, of course, in Texas, which we know it's not right now. But it's been so much fun. Now, it is a lot of stress when, you, when you're the parent. <laughs> when you're the parent of a DB, a kid playing in a Big 12, game with the high pressure and, and passionate fan base, your kid could be the one give up the game win and touchdown or could be the one that gets benched for poor performances. So it's a it's a lot of fun. So you gotta enjoy the highs and you gotta be able to accept the lows knowing that it comes with the territory. <laughs> now what did you do when they both uh they played each other. I think I've seen a photo of Ranthony in a TCU uniform and Raleigh in his Baylor uniform for the parents. What was uh, what what was that like? Do you do you have to to wear kind of a combination of colors? How did you handle that? Well, I I think I wore the the TCU shirt and my wife wore the Baylor. We we split it up, and um, my it was a we call it the best day of our life. Because my mom and dad, <clears throat> you know, who were up in age, were able to come out. And a lot of my family came out that day and watched both boys. And, and kudos to Matt Rue. I mean, he was so good to us that day. He, you know, they were in pregame warm-up, and I was on the sideline because it was senior day for rent, and it was his last day. And Raleigh was actually coming off of a back injury. And they were letting him play. He had, uh, Fran Brown, his corners coach at the time, had inserted him into the lineup. And he said, I'm going to let you play against your brother's team. And when they were warming up, Matt Rue called Raleigh to the side and said, screw this, go hang out with your family, go take pictures with your family. And that, those are the pictures that, that you've seen. And all because of Fran Brown and Matt Rue, they just, they just understood what the moment was like for our family to have those two boys on the field. 
to have my my wife and my other son there and my mom and dad there and they let Raleigh come and and co-mingle with us on senior day so yeah wow. and I was I was really rooting for both because TC you had a lot more to play for than Baylor at that particular time so I wanted TC you to win yeah I wanted Baylor to win but I also wanted Raleigh to play well because he was a young player and I knew he needed to build some confidence in a game like that. Talking to Keith Tejada, father of uh, Raleigh uh, from Baylor, Anthony from TCU. Now, tell me, raising these uh, these athletic sons, uh, what a what a great family it is. At what age did they start kind of focusing on? Uh, I, I'm sure at some point they either played running back or receiver because so many DBs right. do play on that side. When did they kind of? Uh, start moving over, and, and, and did you think, okay, I think their future in college is probably over on the defensive side? You know you know what? Ranthony really led the charge because he was so good as a running back. He could play DB, but he was so good as a running back, and I was like, Lord, he's skinny. He's not going to last in high school. But he was so good his freshman year as a cornerback and a running back, and we didn't know which one he was going to play. And to be honest, I wasn't even thinking about Division One football, recruiting, or anything like that. And one day, he, Ranthony had – these boys were blessed with a great coach named Terry Grayson, who coaches out, who was the defensive secondary coach at Salina High School. And he was at Centennial High, Frisco Centennial High at the time. And we were at a basketball game, and he tapped me on the shoulder. This was going into Ranthony's in sophomore year. And he said, hey, man, I tell you what, I think your son is going to have a chance to start on the varsity team as a cornerback. He said his footwork is phenomenal, and I'm going to give him the opportunity. I think he's going to be the best defensive back we have in the program. And that's kind of where it took off. They – you know, I said, okay, well, if you're going to do that, we're going to get him some work. And, you know, we start working with certain uh, defensive back coaches. And that was before it was real popular then. And uh, and so he went out there, and his the guy ahead of him that he was splitting time with got hurt. And the rest is history. And Ranthony was just fantastic. And I think what happened was Raleigh fed off of that. Raleigh saw his brother. He saw how hard he worked. Uh, they practiced together. They worked together. They start going to, you know, uh, defensive back coaching drills, coaches who could coach them on drills. And then Ranting got so good as a DB in a return, I said, oh, God. And I said, you know, he might can play college ball here. But the problem was he was really skinny. And I, I knew that he had something. One day I was at a baseball practice for one of my younger boys and Virginia Tech called. And um, and that was going into his senior year. And the defensive back coach at Virginia Tech uh, called me and said, look, man, I'm looking at your son, and he really has something special here. And we'd like to see him up here. And so that summer I took him up there, and he did really good. And then on the way back, he said, Dad, I can't really see myself up here. And then it just got better and better because he was on a really good team at Centennial. When did you find out how much Baylor and TCU didn't like each other? Did it 
Did, did it take and, you any time at all, or did you recognize it immediately, like even during uh, Ranthony's recruitment? During Ranthony's recruitment, I know it because, you know, um, Jim Gush recruited Ranthony, and, of course, he's an intense recruiter. And, and then we had Gary Patterson on the TCU side, and uh, some of the coaches over there, I can't remember the corners coach name at that time, but I knew it was some ten- some some tension there uh, in between the two, but I didn't know how bad it really was until the 63-58 game. That's when it really opened my eyes. <laughs> in the 63-58 game, that's when I knew these schools hate each other. And, and – um, it was a back and forward game, and and you know every time I go down to Baylor, I tell you a little story. Every time I go down to Baylor, they have this big picture of Ranton in the back corner of the Baylor end zone, trying to defend Corey Coleman, which that catch tied the game. And I mm-hmm. said, "Oh Lord, he's never going to play again." And um, and you know that that kind of got them back in the game and tied the game up and they eventually went on and got the game winning field goal. But the intention in the air of that game, the passion from both fan bases was just out of the roof. And that's something that I will never forget. And that's when I knew that it was bad. And I'll tell you another story. Uh, a year later, I think it was Ranton's junior year. Um, I thought I was really good friends with the Baylor coaches because they was on the Raleigh at that time. And TCU went to Baylor to play at Baylor. And the first person they targeted was a bum on Ranton. And, um, and they, they threw uh, uh, a bum on Ranton and, and they scored. I think it was the first or second play of the game. So it didn't matter to me that they liked me or they were recruiting my son. They were trying to beat TCU, and they would humiliate anybody that got in their way, including my son at at uh, TCU. So yeah, that's, I, the <laughs> that's right. Well, you know, one of the things uh, cornerbacks have to have those short memories, and um, right. and your guys, your kids are kind of wired that way. And I mean, that right. BYU guy was amazing. They had a couple of guys that just could play those deep balls, and it's hard when. When you're well, back there all alone like that, that right. is tremendously hard. But it takes right. a special person because you literally have to shake that off and come back right. and play. And if you let that hang around, it can ruin a game. And and that's why right. I think your guys are wired the right way. Right. Let, let me tell you, that, that BYU game, I, I can think of two really, if you want to call them bad games, that Raleigh's had since he's been playing at Baylor. It was probably the Oklahoma State COVID game where they just really weren't prepared to play, mm-hmm. and uh, because you know COVID was in the facility that week, and um, and then the uh, the BYU game, I think he was doing fine until that first catch. But you know, I try to tell people on that that first catch that BYU had, Robert was on that guy's back shoulder. But just think, you know, you're a DB and you're running full speed down the field with somebody, and that ball is underthrown by about five to ten yards. Well, it's going to be an advantage to the receiver. That's just Absolutely. my opinion because you got to try to stop what you're doing. You're not used to balls being underthrown, 
you're trying to prevent that guy from catching an over-shoulder throw and going for a touchdown. But, but here's the thing that I'm really proud of him on in that game. He competed. He did not give up a touchdown in that game. BYU put up 61 on Virginia the other night. And so even if they make these catches and these great catches downfield that you know is going to give uh, a team momentum, you still got to compete. Make the tackle. Give your defense a second chance to get a stop. And and sometimes it works and sometimes it don't. But that was the one thing that I was proud of, and you're, you're exactly right. If you don't have a sharp memory, you're going to be mm-hmm. miserable back there because once they catch one on you, they're going to come at you until you stop it. And, and, uh, and, and these boys have seen a lot of games. Uh, Raleigh's played probably when he finished. He'll be in played in over 50 games at Baylor. And uh, Ranthony, I think, played in 45 at TCU. So they've seen enough where I feel like they, they have the confidence where they can come back and continue to compete. Well, I tell you, it's, uh, it's going to be exciting. It'll be another fun one tomorrow, and uh, hope to get to see you in person over there. Keith, yeah. great to talk to you. You're, you've become a, a great part of the Baylor family. Just know how much we appreciate you, and uh, thanks for hopping on today. I, I love Baylor. So much good that's happened to my family has come from Baylor, and the fan base is so fun. And I love meeting old-timers at the game that tell me old stories about Baylor. And, and, you know, you can just talk football with Baylor people. I just really enjoy them and appreciate them. And thank you so much for inviting me on today. It's fun to talk to you. You bet. There he goes. Become a good friend of mine. It is Keith Tejada, the uh, father of uh, Raleigh and Ranthony Tejada, two of the top defensive backs we've seen in the Big 12. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas and uh, lots to share with you and some Cowboys news to catch you up on. Who's healthy? Who's not? That's next. Dr. Rao Ali has been helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali, 469-562-4188. Now- Hi, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. After missing last week's game with a calf injury, Dak is back. You'll hear from the Cowboy quarterback about playing Sunday against the Broncos after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. The Cowboys have won six in a row, and Sunday they're hosting a Broncos team with a 4-4 four and four record. But the Bronco defense is stingy, allowing just 17 points per game. But the Cowboys have Dak Prescott back in the lineup after he missed last week's game with a calf injury. Dak says he can't let those types of physical setbacks affect his mindset when he's on the field. 
I do play this game without thinking about anything other than whatever it takes. So, I mean, first play yesterday, I get ready to scramble and take take about five or six steps and throw on the run. And I thought about it, I'm like, I probably shouldn't have done that on my first rep. But I, that was easy for me to just say, okay, well, that's why I didn't play last week is because I don't think about that. And I'm not going to think about it. I'm going to think about whatever it takes to, to win the game. So, yeah, I'm just moving forward from it now. Sunday's kickoff is noon central. With the boys at the star, I'm Christy Scales. If you're a professional athlete or an armchair quarterback and suffer from chronic pain, let Dr. Rao Ali, a board-certified pain management specialist, help you. He's helping Central Texans at Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro with necks, backs, arms, and really any part of the body that aches. Call Dr. Rao Ali at 469-562-4188 to make an appointment. That number again, 469-562-4188. Don't let pain sideline you. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwin-Williams has warehouse opportunities available with starting pay at over $20 per hour and regional CDL driving opportunities with pay averaging $84,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply online at careers.sherwin.com. That's careers.sherwin.com. Or call 254-523-9500. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. So recently, a northern transplant in our fair city came in to pick up outfitters for the first time, and he was starstruck. He told us that truck accessories were not needed in Illinois. I know. Pick your jaw up off the ground. An entire state full of trucks driving around completely nude. Then he said he saw the light when he moved to Texas and found that in Texas, truck accessories were a necessity. I don't know about a necessity, but Texans have a whole different attitude about their trucks, and they give them their rightful place as a family member. I mean, what exactly do you use your truck for if you're not going to put anything on it? All this is a warning for the good people of Central Texas to stay diligent. Don't let your truck look like it came from up north. Put something on that truck, for goodness sakes. A bumper, a lift kit, some running boards. At Pickup Outfitters, we know what your truck needs. So come and see us at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, or check us out on the web at createacommotion.com. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks. Offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Looking clear tonight, but very cool for high school football. Kickoff temperatures will be in the lower 50s. Overnight with clear skies, we drop to 37 degrees. The weekend looks pretty nice. Mostly sunny on Saturday, 69, and mostly sunny on Sunday. A little bit warmer with a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. 
Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. to Dak Prescott says his calf is close to 100%, and he will start this Sunday against the Broncos with a noon kickoff at AT&T. You can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 12, Baylor gets ready to head to Fort Worth to take on TCU Horn Frogs without Gary Patterson. Our coverage starts with game day live at 1030 with Tom Barfield, Matt Mosley, and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB will host Howard Payne tomorrow, 1130 pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football on our airways tonight. University hosts Seguin pregame at 630 on 104.9 and the Temple Wildcats will host Copper's Cove Bulldogs pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Bat Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and it's uh, been fun day. Had, had three tremendous guests today. Keith Tejado, what a guy. The father of Raleigh and Ranthony. Raleigh is the current Baylor cornerback, uh, starting cornerback. Ranthony started for like three years for Gary Patterson at TCU. So Ranthony came first, and then Raleigh, and then there's another Tejada son that plays at North Texas. And then there's a nephew, Tejada, that's a great player in the Frisco system. So, uh, I, you know, I'm getting a little sentimental. I'm getting a little misty-eyed thinking about all those great years, the Patterson versus uh, Art Bryles, all that happened there. Patterson took a, a team that really, uh, I mean, TCU was, was bad for a long time. Then Jim Wacker made them fun. In the 1980s, and then much like SMU, A&M, and everybody, he got in trouble. They got in trouble. They bounced him out of town, and uh, and then they were bad again. They were horrible in 98. Then Franchoni arrives, has about uh, two or three years of uh, really good ball, Does it, turns the team around, and then here comes Gary Patterson. He takes over, and he continues building on what Franchoni was doing, but Gary did it his way, okay? Make no mistake. Um Seniors this year, by the way, it's kind of interesting, were, were infants when the news came down in December of 2000 that Coach Dennis Franchoni would not coach the Frogs uh, on the Mobile Bowl, uh, the Mobile Bowl. He had taken the Alabama job, and Fro- Frogs defensive coordinator Gary Patterson was promoted. That was 21 years ago that it happened, and uh, what Patterson does is, uh, well, it's it's been really remarkable. And I was reading this story, and I mean, people people are. I mean, this this is going to be. I don't think the you know it's hard for me to p- try to predict what TCU fans are going to do because I don't think they know. I think they're going to kind of show up just to, to be involved in the weirdness of all this. And as I joked, only halfway joked about it with Aaron to start the show today, I would not rule out Gary being at that stadium. Now, will he come down and let them honor him? I don't know. I don't know. I think this AD is begging Gary to be honored. The, the AD needs some protection right now. And by the way he handled this, and then Gary going ahead and quitting, and Gary's going to go somewhere and try to coach, either next season or the following season. 
I mean, he's not getting any younger, but he's still got enough energy. Gary's lost some weight, looks pretty good. He writes music. I mean, he'll be 62 next season. 62 is the new 52. <clears throat> he should be okay. I mean, Mac Brown returned to coaching at North Carolina when he was like 68 or 69. He's right there at 70. Saban is right there at 70. I mean, he, that's not that old, 62. I mean, Art Bryles, I believe, is 66. He would give anything in the world to be back right now coaching college football. I mean, he would trade anything to be able to be back. So I think Gary will be back. But the question is, is he going to be there tomorrow? Will he be around? What is that atmosphere going to be like? Can Baylor jump on them quickly? I think that's a big key to this thing, Aaron, is, is the Bears coming out and, and jumping on the Frogs early and ending some kind of hopes about, oh, my gosh, win one for the Gipper. Now, if the fans get rolling and if there is some, here's what they're going to do before the game. Here's what I bet they do. Okay, I don't think Gary's going to show up. I do think they're going to put together some kind of huge tribute video to him. And I think that will, at least for the time being, get their fans a little hyped up, and maybe even some of the players too. The Baylor team cannot show up flat to this game, okay? The, the, the road game at OSU, a lot of us still remember that. They came out, and they looked horrible. And, and that's really the only – trying to think i mean that feels like the only true tough road test they've had this season so you have to come out and you have to come out firing and that's why baylor needs to go ahead and lock this thing up early our buddy aaron uh, travis roder our x's and o's guy that does all our film work for us aaron i hate to spoil the, the i hate to spoil it for everybody we we don't do all our own film work from time to time and so Roeder just predicted a 41-14 win for the Baylor Bears. I I would take it. I would take that. We shall see. We'll be on the scene tomorrow. All right. It is time for what I promised you, and that is a Cowboys update. That is next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor Volleyball with that top ten matchup beginning tonight at the Farrell Center against Texas. And football gears up for the Horn Frogs. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. 
The 2021 Dodge brand, ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator, named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor Volleyball, number 10 in the nation, number 5 national RPI, hosting top-ranked and undefeated Texas in the Farrell Center tonight and tomorrow. Tonight's match, a whiteout in the Farrell Center, begins at 8 p.m., televised by ESPNU. Tomorrow, a 6 p.m. match, Faith and Family Night in the Farrell Center for the top two teams in the Big 12 Conference. Meanwhile, Baylor Equestrian on the road at TCU today. Baylor Men's Tennis hosting the Big Six Invitational today through Monday at the Herd Tennis Center. And Baylor Football, number 14 in the nation, number 12 in the CFP rankings, headed to Fort Worth to play TCU tomorrow afternoon. On the Baylor Coaches Show Wednesday, head coach Dave Aranda asked, does he fully grasp the rivalry with TCU? Really early on, let me say, so just on, you know, on Sunday and we're putting, um, you know, Saturday's game to kind of the rest and um, players coming by and, you know, individual players saying that, you know, TCU is our biggest rival. And I think about four guys came up and said that. Mm-hmm. And then doing the the math, when you look at the last 13 years, our record is not what you'd like it to be versus TCU, and you look at our the wins, the margin of our when we do when we have one, it's three points, a couple times, six points. There's a, a big overtime game, obviously is one of them. And then you look at their when they when TCU wins versus Baylor, their margin of victory is like twenty points, thirty points. You know, we showed that to the team. We had a study on that, and said that um, you know TCU brings their A game whenever they play Baylor and, and we owe them ours. And so I think, you know, um, that was early on in the week. And since then, there's been great practices and great preparation. And so you feel good about where it's going. Dave Aranda and the Bears in Fort Worth to play TCU tomorrow. Our coverage begins at 1030 a.m. with Game Day Live, live from Fort Worth. 1230 for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, then a 230 kickoff for the Bears and the Frogs here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on Fox. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. We'll talk to you tomorrow from Fort Worth and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs, brought to you by Security Bank of Crawford, Bar None Country Store, Crawford Booster Club, Benchmark Mortgage, MP Electric, and TFNB, your bank for life. Coach, coming off a 54 to nothing win over Itasca last Friday night, this is a game where your team played extremely well, dominated in all three phases of the game, and you were able to clinch a district championship. Congratulations. Well, thank you. We, uh, <clears throat> we played well uh, throughout the game. Obviously, Itasca was very young, uh, and uh, we realized that we might have the opportunity to get a number of our kids into that game, and fortunately we did, and they performed very well. Now, this week you've got the Valley Mills Eagles. We talked earlier about the fact that you've already clinched a district title and the top seed in the playoffs. Talk a little bit about Valley Mills. First of all, offensively running a spread offense. Yeah, Valley Mills, will. Uh, they're a, a little different animal, and they, uh, they're a spread team that likes to tempo their offense. Uh, they like to play very fast. 
Uh, they're very multiple on defense. They uh, show you a lot of different looks, a lot of different pressures. And uh, so they have, I think, uh, throughout the course of the season, improved each and every week. So, uh, you know, it will be a challenge again for us uh, this next Friday. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cash back, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. The one stop for your farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. They are an official Purina dealer. When it's time to buy feed for all your animals, including dogs, cats, and exotic pets. Bar None Country Store also has fencing products and panels with gates and culverts. Plus a good selection of deer feed and feeders. They also have the latest styles of men and women's clothing. Plus those comfortable shoes from Hey Dude. Go by and see Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by CMC Auto Group, Highway 6 and Imperial. Come by and see what makes them different. Last night on Thursday Night Football, the Colts beat the Jets 45-30. to Dak Prescott says his calf is close to 100%, and he will start this Sunday against the Broncos with a noon kickoff at AT&T. You can catch that game on ESPN Central Texas. Number 12, Baylor gets ready to head to Fort Worth to take on TCU Horn Frogs without Gary Patterson. Our coverage starts with game day live at 1030 with Tom Barfield, Matt Mosley, and Lark Smith on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB will host Howard Payne tomorrow, 1130 pregame on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football on our Airways tonight. University hosts Seguin pregame at 6.30 on 104.9 and the Temple Wildcats will host Copper's Cove Bulldogs pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show dismount coming up next and uh, we'll uh, visit with you and kind of get you ready for the weekend a few uh, items to uh, to clear up and it uh, looks like um, Dak is okay I did want to um, let's look here and see everything went okay they're trying to kind of manage him but he let it rip a little bit um, uh, Wednesday actually uh, yesterday Today was more of a walkthrough. They've got a little bit of a practice tomorrow that they do and uh, should be fine. And um, the the offensive line, though, I, and, and by the way, also the Amari's been fighting some things. CD uh, had a little ankle thing that happened in practice on Wednesday, and he sat out Thursday, but they believe he'll be fine. Here's what that uh, offensive line is going to look like. Terrence Steele's going to move over from right tackle to left tackle. All right, Tyron Smith's not going to play. Connor Williams at left guard, uh, Tyler Biotish uh, at center, Zach Martin at right guard, and Lyle Collins will step in at right tackle. So that's how it's going to look. Um, Diggs and Prescott were both full participants again today, and uh, so it it seems everything will be fine. And it looks like... uh, both Tyron Smith, as we uh, have already said, and Blake Jarwin have been ruled out for the game. All right. And then it also, um, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, both listed as questionable, but they're both expected to play. So don't think you should be too worried about that. Um, Stephen Jones was asked about uh, Dak Prescott's calf. He said, you don't ever know for sure but we feel really good that it's healed and ready to go. You never know until it bites you, but we feel 100% better about it than we did before last week. Um, So there's a funny moment, by the way. Uh, Today they were doing the McCarthy news conference out there, and um, McCarthy got distracted because he looked over, and during his news conference, Roger Stallback was walking by. And he just stopped it. He started talking about the Steelers and the Cowboys. He's from Pittsburgh, so he grew up a Steelers fan. And he was, uh, as he described it, he said, I'm shook. <laughs> he, could, he could barely go on with a press conference. He said, what the heck were we talking about? So that was kind of a, a funny moment. It's going to be interesting. Denver uh, Cowboys keep catching all kinds of breaks. Von Miller 
gets traded this week. He was set to come back and be able to play for the Broncos. He's now not. I don't know why everybody's pretty much handed the Cowboys this game. Broncos are 4-4. Four and four. I mean, they're not awful, but apparently uh, the people that have been watching them say they just have some awful coaching blunders. So we'll keep our eye on that game. But uh, I just wanted to bring you up on the Cowboys. And then the latest on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Um, today he had an interview and uh, said some very interesting things. We'll give you the rest of that in the dismount next. The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Polanski Heating and Air and Redwoods Incorporated. Bosqueville Bulldogs are 5-4 and four on the season, but they're 3-2 and two in district action after a 63-7 decision to Toler. Coach, that's the least points that you've scored in the game, the most points you've allowed all year. What happened? Yeah, they... Uh... We didn't execute very well offensively, obviously. Uh, you know, they just – they did things that hurt us and we couldn't slow them down. I don't know. It was – it was uh, we, we struggled all night trying to figure out how to slow them down, and, and they're, they're pretty athletic on the other side of the ball. So, uh, we knew it would be a challenge coming in, and, and it definitely was. Did you and your staff take away any positives after you uh, looked at the game on video? Uh, you know, the kids played hard. And they never quit. They did what we asked. We just we just got outplayed. That happens from time to time. How do you recover from something like that? I think you got to just flush it down the toilet and move on. Uh, you know that's the only way I know how to how to handle it is is uh, you got to realize that we need a win going into the playoffs and and we can get on a roll and see what happens from there. Well, the good news is, is you are guaranteed a spot in the postseason, and who you play in the first round will be determined in part by the result this Friday night against Hamilton. What do they bring that concerns you? Uh, they're a slot or wing T type offense, and uh, they're going to pound the ball at us. So, uh, you know, holding up up front is obviously a concern uh, with the limited number of bodies we have to be able to rotate in there. So uh, I guess that's probably our main concern. Uh, just being able to match their physicality for four quarters. And uh, if we can do that, I I feel good about things. ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Howler proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did 
Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers and service area. Wings Pizza and Things has been your go-to place to watch your game for over 15 years. With over 60 big screens, you're sure to catch all the games. With 15 wing sauce flavors from ghost pepper to plain, we have all your taste buds covered. And don't forget about the made-from-scratch pizzas. But wait, there's more. Try their burgers, fillies, sandwiches, and wraps. Don't forget about the wide variety of draft beers and finish your meal off with something from the sweet spot. Check out the entire menu and specials at wingsandtemple.com or follow them on Facebook. Wings Pizza and Things, Temple's home for sports for 15 years. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up. Don't miss the Real Texas Gun Show Saturday, November 13th and Sunday, November 14th at the Bell County Expo Center. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show. November 13th, 9 to 5, and November 14th, noon to 4 at the Bell County Expo Center. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show. It is time for the dismount. We uh, bid you farewell on this Friday. Get you ready for Baylor and TCU, followed by a noon matchup. Cowboys host Denver Broncos. Cowboys 6-1. If you want to read my latest uh, piece on FoxSports.com, just check. Click on there or follow me on Twitter at Matt Mosley. And I'm sure uh, Aaron will retweet that from the uh, station account. And uh, and you can also follow Aaron Sexton as well on Twitter. Aaron, give them your, uh, give them your handle. It's a little different. It involves stats. At Stats Tell All. All right. I think Aaron at first was not really wanting a lot of followers. I think now he wouldn't mind them. Scout at Stats Tell All. At all right, Stats can, Tell All, yes. Yeah, at Stats Tell All. You can follow Aaron there. All right, a couple of picks I want to make. Baylor, 
That game opened at six. It moved to six and a half. I would say if Gary were there, it'd probably be about five. It might. I mean, I don't think it's moved that much with him being fired. I, I don't think it opened at like one or two. But it's a rivalry game. I, if I had to bet it, I might bet TCU to cover. But I, I think I'd stay away from that one. Uh, I, I just think those games are always tight. I hope Baylor blows them out, obviously. But I, I don't count on it. I think that thing could be scary and could come down to a field goal. I, I, I want to be wrong. Believe me. I hope Aaron's laughing at me. Uh, I'm fine with that if he is because I want to be wrong. But I just think it's going to be a little closer than people think. Now, there was a game. There's a couple of games that uh, were grabbing my attention. One of those was... Uh, this A&M game that's at A&M. This game's in College Station in Auburn. Auburn's been okay. I mean, that's one of those teams that kind of faded and they've kind of hung around. They had a couple of pretty good wins. That game opened at four, has gone up to four and a half. It's a game the Aggies have to have. What they need to do is finish out with all wins, especially after that huge win over Alabama. And if they do, the Aggies could climb back as high as number 9 or 10 in the country. Right now, Oklahoma 8, Oklahoma State 11, Baylor 12, A&M 13 as it stands. Now, here's one I find interesting. Oklahoma State at West Virginia. West Virginia was playing pretty poorly. They've kind of found their footing here lately and are playing a lot better. And... They're pretty good at home. You get into Morgantown and they start playing all that uh, country roads and all that stuff, they they do a pretty good job. So I have got the uh, – I've got Oklahoma State covering the three-and-a-half. If you've got to bet that, though, I, that's a tough one. I would stay away from that one. I would stay away from that one. The other one is SMU open at six-and-a-half, now at four-and-a-half. That game's at Memphis. Watch out here. Watch out. I would take Memphis to cover the four and a half. Thanks to everybody who's been a part of it. Another tremendous week for the Matt Mosley Show. Listen to us. Game day live tomorrow morning from Avon Carter Stadium. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday, 4 o'clock. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll look at tomorrow's schedule in the Big 12, including Baylor at TCU and check in in West Virginia with